is the Hopebound Podcast, and I'm your host, Danielle. But this podcast isn't about me, it's about you. Today, I want to talk a little bit about PTSD and reclaiming your power. PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. It's a set of emotional problems that can occur after someone has experienced a terrible, stressful life event. That is the definition given by Lisa Najavitz um, in her book, Seeking Safety. And this idea is very foreign to some people, and yet to others, you know, we've heard it. We've heard the term PTSD, but most of us don't really know a lot about what that means or what those feelings are, what the emotional problems are. If we think of how it's most commonly used, I feel like I have most commonly heard about, you know, people who go to war and they come home and dealing with the trauma of what they experienced at war, they come home and they have PTSD. So there are some emotional struggles dealing with the trauma of this very terrible event. You know, oftentimes this very terrible long-spanning situation that they had to live through. And then once they're out of it, it things just don't go right back to normal. There's a set of emotional struggles that occur as you kind of reintegrate back into what I'll call normal life, you know, outside of the trauma. And you start to get back a little bit to who you are, but you're impacted by what you've seen. Other examples of trauma could be things like domestic violence, it could be near-death experiences, it could be being mistreated, being abused. There are a lot of different kinds of trauma and the PTSD that occurs, it varies in its intensity. For some people, it's going to be something that is completely life-altering and you're struggling to get through. For others, it could be a little bit more minimal But if you have experienced a traumatic, stressful life event, you may develop or may have developed at the time certain emotional struggles that go along with that. There are two different kinds of PTSD. The first one is simple PTSD, which occurs from a single incident. So like I mentioned, you know, a near-death experience, a car accident, a tornado, Something that happened at one point in time where you can point to the specific single event. Complex, the second kind, complex PTSD is repeated incidents. So, for example, someone who was at war most likely experienced repeated events. Someone who's coming out of a domestic violence situation or had childhood abuse. You know, it's going to be something that's more commonly repeated. And so in that case, it's going to be a complex PTSD. The complex PTSD, you know, the series of events will typically be a more difficult thing to work through because you have all these layers and all these experiences, all these things that have caused you to look at yourself and changed how you see the world. So you view yourself differently, you view the world differently. I want to describe to you some common symptoms, and these first few that I'll give you are for both kinds of PTSD. You may experience intrusion, 
some kind of flashbacks or nightmares or images of the trauma, something that occurred, you're having, you know, visions of that coming back to you. Another thing is avoidance. You are feeling numbed or detached, you know, as if it it happened in a movie, it happened to someone else. You're trying not to think about it. You're trying to distance yourself from it. There are times where you feel really hyped up, like you're having a hard time sleeping, you're easily scared, you know, high anxiety, a lot of anger, just really big hyped up feelings. And you can also have swings on the opposite side where you're lower functioning and you're starting to struggle a little bit more to get, you know, some really important things taken care of, or maybe you're feeling a lot more tired Um, having some problems in relationships or at work or, you know, it's something that's interfering and causing you to not function at your normal level. You're functioning at a lower level. Now I'm going to get into a list of some specific other symptoms that may occur. And these are especially common when you have repeated, you know, the, the complex PTSD, the repeated incidents. So one thing is that you you kind of lose your sense of self. So you start to feel helpless or you blame yourself. You feel guilt for what happened. You feel like you're damaged, you're broken. You don't fit in anymore. There's some kind of something about yourself that you just, you don't understand yourself. You don't trust yourself. Another distorted view could be of the perpetrator, the abuser, or the person who has caused these incidents. So you may have an obsession, a preoccupation with your relationship with them, constantly trying to please them to make sure that you're not being hurt. To, you know, you're so used to trying to protect yourself in the situation that you are overly preoccupied with them and what they need. Believing that they continue to have all the power. They don't. But when you believe that they have all the power, that is a distorted view. Something that really struck me in the realm of this distorted view of the perpetrator is that sometimes, oftentimes I should say, there is a sense that you are fated to be with this person. As you know, a spiritual person, as a Christian... I felt for a long time while I was in the midst of an abusive relationship, a lot of these things, but one of them was that I felt like I had to be there. God wanted me to be there. That is very common, whether you are spiritual or not, to feel like you are, for some reason, fated to be with this person. You may believe what they believe, their ideas and their beliefs, you take them as your own, even when they're about you or there are things that are clearly not true. Your sense of meaning is often destroyed. You feel like there is no meaning in life. You you lose faith. You feel despair. You feel like you don't have a future. You don't have a way out. Like you, you don't have options. There's nothing that you can do about this. Your relationships tend to struggle. Oftentimes you're isolated You have difficulty with close relationships, especially after being pushed into isolation in most cases. And you have a tendency to view other people as either rescuers, victims, or perpetrators. Your physical body 
and well-being may not be the best. You may have sleep problems. You may have health problems, eating problems. Um, Depending on how you're coping with these things, you may have other problems that come out of substance abuse or um, risky health choices. Um, You're going to have a harder time managing your feelings and behaviors. For some, that could be depression and suicidal thoughts, different uh, difficulty with anxiety. Another thing is really big emotions, explosive anger, and then, you know, kind of coming to a crash. It could be even extremely happy. You could have just these extremes of emotion where you're extremely on one side and then extremely on the other. Um, oftentimes, you know, you'll have kind of a feeling of just nothing being numb. And then later you're completely out of control with whatever these other big feelings are. It's common to have memory problems. You either don't remember. It's like the brain is just blocking out certain things. And so it's common to just not remember. You truly just don't remember. And then sometimes it all just floods in and it becomes overwhelming. And all of a sudden you remember everything. There is often dissociation or feeling like you're um, away from your body, you know, you're outside of your body, like you're not really there. Or you may feel like you're reliving experiences. And, you know, that can be with flashbacks, nightmares, um, just rethinking about the event. But you feel like you're reliving the situation. You feel the same feelings and you often can see the same images. And it also is possible that you'll develop other emotional disorders like depression, eating disorders, panic disorder, or other anxiety disorders, or a personality disorder. When I first went into counseling, I was constantly being told, you're going through PTSD. You're struggling. The reason you have these symptoms, the reason, you, the reason that you're struggling through these things, it's PTSD. It's from the life that you are living from the repeated incidents that you're having a hard time processing and it would be many issues. A lot of what I just said on the list, there were these things where I felt like, am I going crazy? I can't remember what happened. And then all of a sudden, you know, on a completely separate time, it would just come flooding into me and I'd go, I didn't even know that happened. It just, it just came back to me. There would be times where I was triggered and I felt like I was reliving the situations. There were, you know, those emotional highs and emotional lows. A lot of those things were happening and I didn't understand what it was. I didn't have a clear idea of what PTSD was. I also, at the time, didn't have a clear idea of how it could improve. It felt like something that I was going to struggle with forever. And I want to tell you, if you're listening to this right now and you, you've listened to that list and you're thinking, wow, I relate to what you just said. I relate to what was on that list. That's me. I have that. If that's where you're at, it also may feel like it's never going to get better. Like you're just stuck in this. And how could I possibly ever get out of this anxiety? How could these attacks stop? And, you know, what I'm going to tell you is it's not easy. It is definitely not easy. And I believe that to a certain extent, 
once you start struggling with PTSD, you probably will for the rest of your life. It just becomes less and less and less of a problem. The more you learn how to manage your feelings and how to process those incidents, the things that keep coming back, how to understand who you are, not who your perpetrator said you are, or not what you feel from the incident, but who you really are, then you can be confident in who you are. Trust yourself. And as you do that and you continue working toward healing, eventually you realize, hey, this is nowhere near as bad as it used to be. I am getting so much better. And then you can look back and you can know and see all the progress that you've made. I want to end this with a quote. This is Jesse Jackson, 20th century American political leader. He said, you are not responsible for being down, but you are responsible for getting up. So I want to ask you, you may be down, but you are responsible for getting up. Are you ready? Thank you so much for joining us today. Together, we're hope bound. You belong.